0: Each month, myself and other Irrational Passions members will play through a new game. Modern to retro, obscure to popular. Games we've played before and those we haven't. We'll be hitting checkpoints as we go and discussing our experiences. Play along with us and join in the discussion. This is Video Game Book Club. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Video Game Book Club, where we dive once more back into the Blind Forest with Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, the final episode of this two-parter. I am once again joined by my Division 2 beta buddies, Mr. Quinn Hoffman and Mike Burgess. How's it going, guys?
1: Oh, I'm, well, at, I'm stuck in the gravity. Whoa. Whoa, gravity, guys. It's crazy. Uh, I got some fucking thoughts about that. We'll, y'all. We'll, we'll get so do there. I. <laughs> and
0: the Mister Miyagi of irrational passions, Mister Alex O'Neill. How's it going, my bud?
2: Jack it on, jack it off, baby. Let's go. Let's. See. Uh, let me hear your qualms about gravity puzzles. I will. I will take them. Awesome. So, <laughs> I've been very bummed out about this all week. <laughs> I'll you guys, for, for listeners' reference, in the Slack, a lot of people were being like, "Boy, I do not like this part of Ori," and i will be like, "Oh, I really like this part of Ori." <laughs>
0: You do you, Boo-Boo. Man, nothing's wrong with that. I'm embracing uh, that with As a brief recap of the first part of the first episode, the too-long-didn't-watch-but-you-should-watch episode one of Ori and Video Game Book Club. So we start off with a very sad up-like scene. There's some death. There's some more death and some fire. It's just sad. And you're this cute little carbuncle-like creature where uh, you have to venture to this giant tree, reclaiming the MacGuffins, and, yeah, you visit the Misty Woods. The element of warmth.
3: <laughs> the warmth was I mean, today. The warmth,
2: <laughs> I know, but I just... That you was have water.
3: Or flow. And I'm pretty sure the volcanoes aren't wet. warm. They're hot as fuck. But it's the Ooh. element of warmth. The element of warmth. It's I'm a just going to put that out there for those listening.
2: Warmth the element of The Pellebrise. extreme
3: degree, that's all.
2: I, lo- I just love the name, element of warmth. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm
3: that's your life, Alex.
2: Yeah, it sounds like life. 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 Big old, hub. just a big old warm hug,
0: man. That's what it should have been instead of a volcano. Just like a big, like a Snorlax, like forest creature that just gives you a big warm hug. That's what it should have
2: been. The element of hug.
0: Yeah. More games need elements of hug. Don't worry
2: too. Don't worry. Yeah. Excellent. When we when Excellent. we get to our Will of the Wisps book club, we'll talk about it. Yeah.
0: That'll be that'll be good. But we venture through. We meet a little ball with arms and legs called Nemu or no Gumo. Gumo and He steals something and then we become friends and we reclaim it. That's all happy. And then we go through a Guacamole inspired uh, spooky forest um, because we all agreed last week that it definitely reminded us of Guacamole.
3: And it, it might be one of the worst stages in a video game ever. Yeah, I didn't say that at all. I would say that thinking that's, about it now.
2: That's like <laughs> crazy hyperbole. Have you played uh, PS1 yeah. platformers, dude? No, uh,
3: no, because I was a child <laughs> when those things came out.
2: I. That's what I'm saying. You can't make blanket statements yeah. when you haven't played half a video game.
3: Alex, <laughs> I write True. for Irrational Passions. All I do is fucking blanket statements. Let me tell you. You're setting the brand wrong. We need to go back.
0: It's true. <laughs> so we take care of the Misty Woods and we continue on. And our next mission is to climb up the, to the Forlorn Ruins to get the next MacGuffin that takes us to the last MacGuffin stone and all that. So let's start off with the journey to the Forlorn Ruins. What did you get? Guys-
2: so I'm curious here. So we're getting into a lot of different looking parts of this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how do y'all feel? Because I know a, lot, a big thing mm-hmm. for all of you was how kind of samey everything felt. All these areas I feel like look pretty different from one another. How did you feel about yeah.
3: these? Um, I'll just say I like all the like, traversing the map. I think it's mm-hmm. fun. And it's um, probably like one of my favorite things about this game is just like exploring. Because on the way to um we'll get to it later the the mountain place. I did a little bit of exploring and upgraded my health so I don't die every fucking mm. like 10 minutes. That's a good call. Um, good good. <clears throat> but um getting to the forlorn ruins was interesting cuz it like it just felt different. Um, I also have a lot of thoughts about that the that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I think the exploration in this game is probably the like my favorite part of it.
2: Yeah, it's very I mm-hmm. mean is very much a metroidvania i think it mm-hmm. it yeah. settles in and out of that between like it's kind of more focused hard mm-hmm. platforming sections that are like certainly more like the the story beats of the game pretty well
0: mm-hmm. just the controls and the traversal mechanics i think are done really really well
2: yeah um, yeah something we didn't talk about like last episode that i just like i want to emphasize is like the there's just there are parts about this game that i just think feels so good uh, like every time the bash mechanics, so when when you hold the Y button on the Xbox controller yep. mm-hmm. and, and swap with something and kind of blast off of it, every single time that is used, I just think it's the best thing I think it is like mm-hmm. one of the most brilliant platforming mechanics I have ever, yeah. ever used and I love it and it just stands out in this game above honestly anything else uh, it's just, man like nothing I have ever yeah. played feels quite like that
0: and it felt so rewarding when you strung like especially when you get to, to Mount uh, Haru. I felt when you're string, mm-hmm. stringing a lot of those jumps together, so it it, it feels. Good. And I re- I mirror what you were saying about the about that traversal mechanic, Alex.
2: Yeah, I love it. It mm-hmm. just there's there's nothing that
3: I can quite compare it to in my head, which is the big yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. What.
3: Well, like I said in the first episode, like, I think the combat sucks in this game, but movement feels great. And I think that's the, like, the one thing that makes exploring so fun is, like, dashing across and figuring out all the mm-hmm. weird ways to get to a certain place. I,
2: I've i been yeah. thinking about that, too. Like, the, the combat kind of issues. And, like, I don't I definitely, the more I think about it, the more I fall, like, hard on the line of, like, I really like this. I really like... I like that you are not an active participant in combat. I like that it is this kind of <clears> passive thing and I like how that fits into like what Ori is as like this weird kind of forest creature that's trying to restore balance here, but yeah. you never actually physically engage with anything that is like an enemy to you. Uh I don't know, I just I really like it. I like the way that you kind of have to weave in and out of attacking enemies and and have to basically Mm -hmm. play play an area around them while Mm -hmm. sign attacks for you i don't know it just it really works for me it the one thing i've been more worried about like watching in the wool of the Wisp trailers between the last time we talked about this and and now is like man i i hope they can nail like how it feels to have a sword in like 2d action and like how it feels to, Mm. to have like real combat
1: yeah I mean, I, I think there there is a little bit of interaction because you can do like the stomps and uh, some of like the charging stuff. You get yeah, a little the bit of this. Charge ones.
0: You charge through the dash through. So. Yeah, like I like I yeah. was
1: I was util- utilizing that like stomp a lot against like enemies in this in these later areas just because like it's like so damaging like any of those like big blob dudes. Hey, you, you get see, one that
2: upgrades the shockwave of the stuff Yeah, like, you can you can
1: literally just to. like stomp onto them and that like takes them out instantly instead of like you sitting there like mashing on the, shooting them as they become smaller and smaller. You can just stomp on them and it takes them out. Mm-hmm. So, I would always
2: use like the charge mm-hmm. shot for those
1: guys. Yeah. I didn't
0: want to use my uh the charge explosi- explosive shot because I didn't want to lose the uh the spirit energy or the orbs. Yeah, I think it's. The, so I didn't use those much.
2: I think it's the third skill tree that you can max out, like the mm-hmm. on the, the line, the third one. Like, I always max that one out first because one of the, a lot of the abilities are very supportive. So like one makes it so your charge shots only to use like half of one of your charges, <laughs> and another makes it so that when you drop the rift to save,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it only uses half of one of your charges. So that's
3: like, the best ability in the game, like right, right there. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> Uh it just doubles. Definitely helpful. Definitely everything helpful. that like uses your blue meter, it just doubles like everything you can do with mm-hmm. it. So um I like no I at no point I think I ran out of uh
0: blue energy in this like last half of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I did I kind of agree in terms back just briefly in terms of combat. It didn't strike as big of a chord for me. Um I do like the kind of more passive, like how it prioritized defending and kind of the movement aspect, mm-hmm. but the little fireballs just never did it for me. Like, even after upgrading them, they never did enough damage or have enough reach for... <laughs> it. it just never felt really good to me. Like, it always felt weak. Like, even going back um, to earlier locations, yeah, the fire did a bit more damage even after upgrading them but in the later parts even like those jumping guys i just felt like i just kept mashing it's just like okay this is kind of annoying or the little in mount haru the little blobby things that would shoot out the three fireballs and then explode on the ground Um, yeah i like i think it wasn't the best combat it was far from the best combat I've played in, in a 2D, like, Metroidvania style of game.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's not gonna hold up. Especially, like, against some, like, Axiom Verge or something like that, but... Hollow Knight. I, 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 yeah, Hollow Knight, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get, like, not liking the combat. I just... The more I thought about it, like, especially, like, I p- finished... I played, like, all of it earlier today, mm-hmm. so it's still pretty fresh for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I, it's everything like I, I just like sat and like really immersed myself, like settled myself into mm-hmm. every aspect of that game. And it, it all really works for me. Like I like like especially the yeah, environments yeah. in this second half. Like I, I love how it looks mm-hmm. just man. Mm-hmm. I could look at that game. Honest to God forever. Uh, it just oh, yeah, it, everything about the art works for me. I like how it feels. I like how you interact with that world mm-hmm. and, like, when I'm in combat. Primarily, I'm using the charge attack. And enemies bash to reflect projectiles back at enemies. So like, hey, Mike, I what I do you think about the, the combat?
3: combat
1: um, I mean, I thought it was fine. Like I said, like I kind of like I would I would try and utilize like the stomp and like getting up above enemies a lot more if I could. Um, or or yeah, or like I wasn't necessarily like reflecting pro- projectiles often back at enemies. Or usually when it was like kind of necessary for certain enemies. But usually I would I would use it. Instead of reflecting, it, it is to like get them off me, like kind of like that da- mm-hmm. like that da- when they get close enough. You hit the dash, and kind of like bounce them away pat away from me if they got too close. I couldn't kind of handle it or being overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I kind I kind of like it, it was fine, but it was also like for me it was not not like the thing of the game of like it was like by by this point in the game you have like pretty much the majority of your movement options and that that is like a lot more that was a lot more engaging Mm -hmm. and fun to me just being able to move around the world and like 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 scamper and climb up a wall really high and then like leap off and dash around on different things or like wall jump around and stuff like once now you have everything at your disposal (coughs) it just felt really good to move around and get around for sure
2: it was it was a thing like i had forgotten that last ability you get like the super jump and it's Mm -hmm. like once that feels
0: use... really good to be yeah. like my was... feeling with the super jump mirrors what you feel about the the dash
2: it's and it's really cool too because i you think back like last week we talked about it, it's kind of lame that one of your major upgrades in the game is that i can now just i can climb walls instead of mm-hmm. wall jump them right yeah but then when you combine the the like being yeah. able to hold on to walls with the super jump and the way those two abilities work together it's like Man, this is this feels fucking great. Like Damn. this is just so good. It oh man, it gets me so hype. I love it. The
0: yeah. sound yeah. design of that, it just feels so powerful when you like jump off It's like a little explosive it's sound effect. Clap. Yeah. It's yeah. Just and then, so and then, good. That's yeah. what sold me out. Yeah, it and and, and like
1: uh, getting to a point where you learn like pretty I learned it pretty quickly, but even just knowing that you can kind of charge it and like you know kind of be moving around and hold down the trigger and have it charge up while you're moving around mm-hmm. and then let it go and use it whenever you need—it's pretty fun. Yeah, like yeah.
2: even like after the Forlorn Ruins is over, like that first Coro chase, like when you like you can jump down and then while you're in the air, like hold it and then mm-hmm. blast off. It's yeah, it's very good.
0: Um, I love how when. Or he's on the wall. He, like, points out. He's, like, I'm coming for you. Coming to get yeah, you. Yeah, and you, like, the, shoot the, out. Okay.
3: Char- aimed shot. It's very mm-hmm.
0: cool. Yeah. It.
3: I will say, because I played Hollow Knight before I played this, mm-hmm. um, that charge shot re- reminded me a lot of that Hollow Knight ability where, like, you can just dart across. The
2: crystal charge. Then. Yeah.
3: It's, like, those, like, I love movement abilities like that. And they just, I think... For me, the, the charge jump wasn't as fun as, like, tra- jumping off walls was. Like, going straight up was fine, but, like, jumping across from walls and that, like, that tight, intense yeah. platforming, I'm very much here for.
2: Especially, like, there's there's some great mo- puzzles, like, later game and, like, in the volcano where you can, like, go directly from wall to wall, like, zigzagging along the walls with yeah. the charge shots. Ah, feels so good.
0: Yeah, any gripes or kind of meh feelings I had in terms of the combat are so overshadowed by just how good the movement tech in this game is and the platforming and so good. Yeah. It's so fluid.
2: It's such a it's such a good feeling game for me. Mm -hmm. Like it, it is like Dopamine receptors are just <laughs> blasting in my brain when I'm jumping. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is this stuff.
0: <laughs> like so good. I love it.
2: Um, so let's, good. Let's talk about the Forlorn Ruins. I just want to get it yeah. over with. First,
0: starters. I love the area. I like, like the look, the, yeah. the art of it. Like yeah, the icy and, area. Like the mountainscape. Like going through the clouds. So pretty. So beautiful.
3: Yeah. I like icy areas. I knew. Mm, I, yeah. I
2: figure you probably like the look of it too,
3: Quinn i love the look of it but let me tell you this whole gravity bullshit was not fun because i spent 25 minutes at one spot where you come like when you do the first like first like two half pipes and you come and you first see the like cube with gravity it took me 30 fucking minutes to actually understand what this goddamn mechanic was
2: what what was the part
3: that like didn't click with you no, I would jump, and then it would like I like the whole like inverted gravity thing wasn't fucking clicking with me.
2: Okay. Like, so you, so I, I think yeah, I know. I think annoying. I know what part you're. I
1: think I know what part you're talking about. So, yeah. the one
2: with the cubes where you have to jump from like cube.
1: Yeah, yeah. like, when, yeah, you, like when you, it, you first get to it. Yeah, yeah, like you half pipe up, and then it drops you onto a cube. Then like yeah, you, mm-hmm. yeah like you're. I yeah I get what like there is a little bit of confu- I had a little bit of confusion there. It didn't take me that long to figure it out, but like like <laughs> it, it, it it did ha- <laughs> I did I I can recognize that confusion though because it because yeah. like that's like kind of the first real time where it kind of like pulls that mm. aspect of it like. Specifically for me, I I said in our Slack, like, the gravity aspect of this area was not what bummed me out. It was the, I'm carrying around this ball and it limits all of the movement options I have. Like, I hate, I like, and that's just not specific for this game. This is just a thing I don't like in games, period, is, like, let's spend this whole game collecting new abilities and, like, showing you how to use these new abilities. And then, oh, by Mm -hmm. the way, here's this, here's this... Like mid mid like near later section of the game that just like takes all of that away from you instead of letting you mm-hmm. kind of use all of your abilities that you've gone like I just didn't I like it felt like it felt like it just kind of halted all the momentum the game had kind yeah. of built up before that of just and that's kind of yeah. like that's just how those games it's again it's not a specific to Ori thing it's just a <laughs> thing in games I don't like so when yeah, I got to that me, and I was just like.
0: For me, it was, it took me a while to wrap my head around the when you're on a cube, walking to one of those sides and then jumping off and gravity being adjusted to where you jumped off from. That took me a while to kind of for that to click in my head. But I think the thing that bothered me the most was just how they handled the controls. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like how it was always tied to the direction you started when you started climbing. So even if you were starting on a horizontal plane and you went up one of those half pipes to go vertically, you didn't rotate the stick along with it to continue going. You just keep pressing it the same direction as when you started. Mm -hmm. And even if you're upside down on the ceiling, you're pressing the opposite direction you actually want to go. So that... Disconnect between how just the controls were handled
3: bothered me. Yeah, I, I totally mean, agree with you there, Scott.
2: I see, man. I I like I like the controls in this section. I like the gravity mechanic. <laughs> I like the the fucking ball thing. Like the the reasons why I like it. The and it's been a while since I played it the first time. Keep that in yeah. mind. So like. Right. I don't necessarily remember, like, the figuring the everything out part of, of this. I just have kind of known mm-hmm. it since the last time I played it. But, you know, I, I remember it not necessarily being confusing. It just kind of clicked with me. Um, I like the ball specifically because the game obviously is about platforming at its core. And it, it's, it gives you all these tools all the time. When it brings everything back down to, like, you are only going to jump in a specific way. They can create like these more specific platforming challenges that I really liked. Um, so like the gaps between things were a lot more specific, so that you had to time everything. <laughs> like there's one puzzle in this where you're you're upside down and you're going across a pit of spikes while this plant intermittently shoots mm-hmm. uh, a yeah. seed at you, uh, an attack, and you have to like the last jump to get over the plant and onto the last platform has to be perfect. yeah um, mm-hmm. like see, I.
1: I completely circumvented that by using the gravity mechanic. Cause yeah, because you, you can you can go to like you can, jump you can Yeah, you can and, yeah you yeah. can go to like the half circle into this jump and drop down onto that piece. That's, and cool. that's That's what I did.
2: I think I might have done that the the first time I played it. Now, I think about it because because I, um,
1: I just kind of realized like I started doing it that way and just realized like oh wait a minute fuck this just and just <laughs> like dropped into it.
2: Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Like, I I like stuff like that. I like mm. seeing those kinds of things. Um, plus, like. I don't know if we'll we'll get to it of, like, going back and playing those kind of additional sections of the game. One of them is is similar in that you have to carry an item around that works like this. And obviously, there's the, the part of the, the Misty Woods where you have to, to carry an item around as well. Uh, so I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, and, like, I am trying to think what was one of the other things you guys brought up. Uh, like, the controls, like switching like I prefer it to be consistent like if I'm holding right and I'm going around Mm -hmm. something and it just transitions into me being on a different part of it and I'm still holding the same direction I would always prefer that personally just because I know it's not going to change on me yeah depending on where I am positioned on the object I know it's like it's always going to be right is Ori's right Mm -hmm. and then when she's upside down it's still going to be her right and then left is is always going to be Ori's left like I, I prefer
3: that personally, but I get, I do get it, Scott. I understand. Um, I will say, once I figured out how the gravity actually works, thirty minutes later, mm-hmm. um, I really liked it. Uh, Man, like I this, this part, <laughs> it's really smart. But it was just like it was such an ass ache to actually get past that first barrier. That like once I actually got it, I was like, oh, I actually like this a lot. Um,
2: I want to make uh, an irrational passion shirt that's just Quentin's face saying ass, such an ass ache. Because I've never heard anyone ever <laughs> say that. Before. Seriously, you've never heard anyone say ass ache before. I've never heard that before. Huh. I could be, I could be crazy.
3: Have either of you guys heard this before?
1: Nope. Like a headache, uh, I but I've never ass ache. heard ass ache.
3: I mean, like so it's makes
1: a, my ass ache.
3: It's no, it's not that. It's like you just say it's an ass ache. like it's like it's no, a pain but that's in the not
2: ass. My brain interpreted. Okay. it. Of, like, this well, like I picked ache. it up
3: from my grandparents who are live out east. So say what you will. It about could West be Coast it, could, it
2: sounds like an East Coast thing. I will say it does um, sound like some dumb shit we would say over here,
3: because my grandma also says you are giving me Oida, so
2: um, <laughs> I love that one though. that's a classic. it is um, fucking
3: Italian parents. yeah, I love it.
2: um yeah, I don't know, I like this section a lot. It, I was
0: visually though, I thought this was definitely one of the cooler places. yeah, yeah it was really, yeah it looks really, great really looking
2: there's like that great <sighs> moment too where Gumo like comes in later. And he, like, sees the, the frozen other Gumo.
3: He gets all sad. He puts his hand on him. It's like, oh, I I'm so sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do love, I've re- like, it's not until I actually beat this game that I love how minimalist its story is. Yay. And, and how, like, not involved it makes you. Yeah. It's like, you're just, you're just having a journey through this world and events are happening around you. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things in games ever is when they do that.
2: Yeah, um, it's, it's a really... Cut
0: to Quinn last episode where he was complaining about this very thing. That makes yeah, That's good that it, it
2: came full circle for you. Yeah. I'm really happy. Yeah. I, I thought it might. Like, I really like the story of this game, Like, mm-hmm. especially, I will say, like, going back through it this time, I was like, this story's awesome. Uh, like, I, I mm-hmm. really like it.
3: I'm, I was really hoping it would it would kind of click with you. Yeah, uh, it just... It's one of those things Is like... Because I played this game in two, literal, two chunks instead of, like... Sitting mm-hmm. down multiple times because of how my life is. Um, mm-hmm. It's that's why is like that's the second time I sit down. I was like, okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. spend. I have more time to spend with this, so I'm gonna do that.
1: That's good. So, I'm glad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I pretty much I pretty much play it the same way, and I, and I think I think some of it was where like the first half, like you don't really see much of the story at mm-hmm. all, really. In some regards, mm-hmm. like this end half is where you kind of get everything dropped on yeah. you. And yeah. in some ways, where it's just like everything that gets revealed to you in this this chapter, and being like, "Oh yeah," so like every, everything is kind of like not. I don't think it's not necessarily like a full on like twist, so to speak, but just like you didn't really you didn't really have the context pre- beforehand. and Now mm. it's kind of all here.
2: Yeah, like everything with Kuro is like, you you know that she's pissed,
3: but like you don't really know. Yeah, like, she's why. just yeah. she's just
1: a big ass evil owl. I almost let Hey, owls aren't away.
3: evil, watch your mouth. I
1: mean, this this owl is evil. This owl is evil! Oh. I was literally saying it's a big-ass no, evil owl. No, she's
3: not. She's kind. She comes back. She, comes
1: well, back. that's all you knew before this. She's, your spoiling she's queen. redeemed
3: a bit, but... Yeah. She's still a
1: pissy owl
0: for 90% of the you. game.
3: <laughs> Fuck all of you.
0: <laughs> it's true, though.
3: Owls are good animals.
2: Well, I mean... There can owl... be bad animal, bad versions. I like I mean, that I mean, this, owl, this owl is like the scorned... I, I love that, just again, when we're talking about the characters in this game, it's like a weird, puffy lady, a, a, a dude with really long arms and an and owl. Legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like,
3: all right. <laughs> and a fucking magic tree. And a magic, magic tree.
2: Yeah.
0: Of course. <laughs> also, like... Magic trees have been around for a while. Maybe That's a staple think... of video games. Maybe it's we can a... talk
2: about it at the the end or maybe I can talk about it now Mm -hmm. a a thing that I like a feeling I had seeing through the end of the story again this time is that I love how this is we we are playing out this kind of narrative of the natural balances shifting back and forth Mm -hmm. uh in this world that is totally untouched by outside forces like Mm -hmm. we are just in this fantastical fantasy forest Mm -hmm. that is just like these creatures in this forest Living their lives and and the the balance of light and dark in that forest, I, mm-hmm. I just really love it. It maybe it's just the fern gully in me, but there's just something about like this this kind of mm-hmm. beautiful forest, like just kind of mm-hmm. battling itself internally and, and and seeing the struggle there. I love. No, I'm right there with you. Um, I feel like that's that's so uncommon, even in fantasy games. A lot of mm-hmm. like you think of Lord of the Rings is all about kind of like the sh- the shift of power from magical fantasy. Forest folk to, to like people and their technology, yeah. Um, and this is all just about the fantasy forest, and I'm, I'm yeah. here for it.
0: And I think this game does it takes that and puts a really interesting spin because at the end, by the end, it it makes you feel as like we're kind, like especially with the intro, like once you find out more of uh, about the owl's backstory and why she's so angry. It really makes you think. Is like, oh my God, are 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 we? Have we been? Have we been the dicks this entire time? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I love that. that. It's light that is kind of the the bad the bad aspect in this situation.
2: I like the idea that light is corrosive to certain things that aren't inherently evil, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's 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 very. Maybe it's just because we all been playing a lot of Hearts, but like. This kind of idea of balance is... Quinn, really some of y'all have, have been knowledge. playing. Everyone, oh. Listen, everyone has really been playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Quinn's a fan. Don't include me he's with that played, crap. He's playing a bit. It's a long bit. Don't worry about it. He loves it. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. But, like, I like the idea that the, we are very, like, directly seeing, like, this force of darkness that is an evil. Um, but, like... Light is creating its own kind of conflicts when it like obviously just fucking murders these poor baby
0: owls. Yeah, um, that was so sad.
2: It's good stuff. Um, how do you guys feel about the the sequence at the end of the Forlorn Ruins, the second escape escape sequence? It's fine. I, was trying, I really honestly, don't like,
1: like those. Honestly, I was trying. Um, that's that's the one where you're like you get the claw. You have you use your like claw to like fly you're right upwards, and yeah, the ice spikes one... are falling. Okay, that's the ice bike one, right? Uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was fine. It was cool. Hmm. I felt I, didn't, I felt I didn't like I as much on that. Yeah, I was to say I, did, I was the gonna the water say water I felt one. like I, I enjoyed that one more than the, the water one, just because I felt like I was yeah. more prepared for it in some regards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, a, and it was just different because now it's like, oh yeah, I can actually just move around like a normal normal little. I have all yeah. my abilities kind of now again. And I don't I think, know if
0: I enjoyed it. I like, I was just like, they're one of these damn things. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I honestly, I think I enjoyed the water one more than this one, but I didn't have as big of an issue with this one as it did the water one. Cause with the water one, it was utilizing like the dodges and timing those dashes to get to other things and making it like, hmm. I really enjoyed that. While this one is like, oh shit, I just got hit by a thing <sighs> that randomly fell down. Or oh, I didn't know that was going to happen, so I guess I have to redo the whole thing. Right, but now I know this boulder is going to fall at this point.
3: Yeah, um, I will say I like this. I mean, I like this a hell of a lot more than that evil fucking tree thing. Um, simply because, um, excuse me, you had the ability to like slow down and actually yeah. think about what you're doing instead of being rushed all the time. I don't like that. So I hate that in games, and I hate that like so much in general. Like. Give me time to think about what I'm going to be doing, instead of like rely on my intuition and like some like you know like me snap my fingers like give me time. I uh, mean, I I think there's just like an extent to
2: to where like Ori is just not trying to be that kind of game like I yeah, and I I like that mm-hmm. like I like the instinct platformer. I think yeah. Ori plays those sections really well too. Like personally, because mm-hmm. there's. Especially like when I played, it's we get two of these sections in, in this one just because of the way the, the mm-hmm. fifty split went. Um, I, I definitely like the the, the Jinzo Tree escape a lot more than this. I like this though because it is a different pace than that, but it's accomplishing the same thing. Like, yeah. like you, said, Quinn, like you can kind of you have to play it a little bit slower yeah. too. Like mm-hmm. the shots where like waters blasting through the ice. Uh, and you have to kind of stop and and wait between these blasts of of water and, and then navigate around them. Uh, I like that a lot too. I also really love how all of this transitions into the next section like from the the ice escape like the caverns are crashing in and you're gliding out to the first Kuro chasing um outside of the the temple in like that same area that you'd already been in. Right into like the winds, into the the canyon, mm-hmm. into like the next section. The sorrow like, Peak. Yeah, it's all it's all really seamless, and I, yeah. I think like aesthetically, it, it transitions really well. And obviously, like the way the wind carries you literally to the next section, mm-hmm. I think this mm-hmm. is is a great visual handoff. Yeah, I, I think this section is just a little bit less interesting inherently because it is the second of mm-hmm. this kind of section. But I like all three of these in Ori. They're probably like my favorite parts of the game. Yeah, uh, I like that those intense time is ticking, uh, like platforming sections. I think yeah. are really cool. And think the bit. one
0: out of Mount Haru is by far my favorite. Yeah, I was going
1: to say like in general, like the kind of more escapee type areas that were in the mountain area that we're about to get to. I liked a lot more.
2: Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, like that, especially like what they do with fire. Cause you don't like really see fire up until that point. You just see lava. Yep. Yeah, It's very good. Um, yeah, I, I I like this. I like how the tension in the story builds through this too. Like Kuro mm-hmm. shows up, and then you have this awesome sequence where you have to kind of navigate around things that protect you, like things in the foreground that will protect you from her sight, so mm-hmm. that you can get yeah. to the next section. Yeah,
3: I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the next section, Sorrow Peak, is probably my favorite section in the game. That's what I thought it would
2: be too. That um, when we were when you were talking to me last week, I was thinking mm-hmm. entirely of that section of the game the whole time. Just so you um, know, really, that's funny. Yeah,
3: um, you have. You, apparently, you have me pegged, Alex. I got you pegged. Um, <laughs> cool owls. I, yeah, and I, like that section of just all about like flight, and I love the aesthetic of that scene. I love like the brown desert. It feels vacant. It's the only like stage in that game that doesn't feel lived in it feels Mm. archaic and like there's something that i really love about that it's like it's like you you spend so much of the game like in the like the new world and that's the only part where that's like actually old because it's dead not like there's nothing alive there um there's nothing that indicates that it's alive it's a lot of spikes and it's a lot of um like air and all that traversal i personally love that stage a lot
2: yeah i like i really like the aesthetic of it like you said like, mm-hmm. it being like this canyon and mm-hmm. and it's not overgrown it's not lush, it's not green right yeah. it's it's the antithesis of a lot of what we've seen already um even like man i love the i love the level design in this game like yeah I like when we get to the volcano later yeah when we're going up the mountain it's it's a forest still, but all the trees are burnt and everything mm-hmm. like that I love how everything is just a part of this giant, endless forest. Like, this forest just... Yeah. All these trees are just everywhere. I love it.
0: Oh, so cool. What did you guys think of the ye the, the, the old dusty canyons? I really liked it. Like Quinn was saying, the traversal, now that the winds are available, just seeing the updrafts mm-hmm. everywhere, and just the long ascent up to where uh, the pass and everything was just... I, I really liked it. I thought it was really really cool, and the aesthetic it was a nice change of pace from mm-hmm. from the main forest, which is like I mentioned last time is what i was I was happy to see
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i I really like that it still kind of kept even though you were kind of gliding the whole time and not like kind of platforming around a lot it's but it's still kind of kept that kind of you had there were areas where you still had to be precise even with your gliding. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, like, drop... Knowing mm-hmm. when to, like, kind of, like, drop and, like... Kind of, like, I, I feathered it a lot. Like, a lot of times where I'm just, like, feathering the, uh... Kind of glider. Just to get at the right spot. So I could kind of glide through one way or... Um... I I, I, I really enjoyed that area, too. And just... Mm-hmm. Like you said, how, how it feels... Like, it's connected to other parts of this world. Like, even, even like, when you get the big draft... Through the canyon mm-hmm. area and you go flying up... Into this canyon, yeah. which then then kind of continues you going up and you're like basically breaking through the so the wind drafts can carry you up into this mountain and like it all made sense like it was in some ways to me that was kind of like that first area that like made it made the world feel more connected than it kind of was before Mm then for me yeah
2: Mm -hmm. i like it's all worth it too for that moment where you finally get to the top of the peak and break through through the clouds you see the sky in the background it's like this looks so good oh, yeah. <laughs> it's So cool. Um it's such a good moment too cuz like nothing in that game looks like that screen. No. It's, 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 there's just one screen that looks like that. I think that's really rad.
0: So completely agree.
2: Yeah. So at this point was like a after you get the the sunstone, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you have a, it's a good time to kind of break and explore a little bit if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, did any of you guys go explore and did any of you guys find some secrets?
3: I didn't know any secrets. I got just health upgrades and the blue things. I got more upgrades of those.
2: Did you guys go back and get the dash ability, the little Mm-mm. and do the extra area? Honestly, I, know, just, I just I just went
1: right to the mountain. <laughs> I went
2: right. Yeah, to I got the dash from the skill tree. I think there's it's a different dash. Uh, okay. Um, it's like an actual like forward jump forward. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, Scott, did you? I did not. Okay. I would encourage you guys to check it out. It's like I said, that area is a whole new area with like basically two major new areas that they mm. added. Um on right underneath where you start. So uh you can go back and you can learn more about uh is it Nomu? Is that the Yeah. The lady? That's
3: Your right. Mom? Your
2: adoptive mom. I always Speaking want to call her the lady from
3: Undertale. Mm. speaking of
0: your mom when we get to mount haru we see or after um the wind area is released and everything um gumo takes the charm and revives mom, and then they come after you and that was really really touching
2: yeah it's a sweet moment yeah yeah also this idea that your mom's
0: dead somewhere
2: Yeah. yeah It's just super
0: sad. It's super sad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the forest, this this man. game hit me in the feels a lot harder than I was expecting it to. But before we started this this journey, I, yeah. I have to admit,
2: it's got like I said, it's got a really sweet story. Like again, like these kind of forest creatures working together to just to help each other out. Like there's no real mm-hmm. end goal. Like obviously you are trying to get sign back in the tree and restore all the balance to everything. But. Uh, you know, there's mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of helping each other. Everyone's just in yeah. it together. And I like trying to survive. I like the tree's narration of like Ori had this effect on Gumo of like, she helped him. And this created this feeling in yeah. him that He had to help someone else.
1: Yeah. Like overhearing uh, like overhearing the, their conversation. Yeah. From the last scene at the end of the ruins. That
2: was cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, it's good vibes. And at some point along the way, we, Ori finds Kuro's nest. Um, and finds her last egg, and finds out what happened. Yeah, I like that scene a lot because mm-hmm. there's no VO, there's no narration from the tree, there's no perspective, mm-hmm. like there's no excuses because you you kind of get a lot of interstellar or interstitial dialogue from the tree of just kind of introducing things or trying to explain things or explain mm-hmm. away things. Yeah, and there's no excuse that happens at that point. It just you see this really horrific scene. Um, and what's great is like that scene when the light spread across everywhere was the scene that uh, the tree was trying to reach Ori um, from the beginning when uh, uh, Nomu or whatever her name grabs you and, and hides mm-hmm. you in the cave. So it's yeah. like the, the tree trying to find its daughter uh, killed uh, Kuro's daughters or children. So it's really it's very sad.
3: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Game gets dark. It does. Yeah, it, it fucked with me a little bit. Yeah. yeah
2: it's cool. It's Morally cool. This game game hit me. Morally Gray.
3: Like
2: a, yeah, is a very good action platformer or a very good platformer um, in Metroidvania. And then it also, like, fucks with you a little bit. Yeah. Makes you think. Crybaby Boys. Crybaby <laughs> Boys Unite. Yeah. Um, so, what
0: did you all think of Haru and that whole sequence with having to turn off or black lava flows and lowering the lava i, <laughs> I loved it you loved it quinn
3: i absolutely. okay let's like talk about level design real quick because this is not only my favorite like dungeon in the game mm-hmm. but it's one of the, like the smartest metaphors too because you have to climb up the volcano then go down the volcano
0: mm-hmm
3: it's so smart, and it's not like you can do things in any order. It's you have to do things in a specific order. You're you're going up. You're making your way up to the journey. Then you have to wait, like, come back down. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's very metaphor-y, and I really, really loved it. There are some parts where I was like, this is a little bit annoying inside the in a, individual stages. Yeah. But I thought mm-hmm. they were just, like, fun little challenges that I wanted from most of the... Like the Four Morn Ruins and the Genso Tree. I wanted like to feel rewarded for my abilities instead of I'm holding an orb, which gives me gravity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I get you. Right.
2: It's, a, it's a totally differently paced area, too. I like that it kind of like leaves you to do like which side mm-hmm. in what order, or if you want to do yeah. all the left side or all the right side. Um, I did it like I went to the top and went back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, which I Which was fun for me and all they're they're all different very well designed puzzle rooms. Yeah. Um, which like this game had never done anything like that up until this point. There's no puzzle rooms in the game outside Mm -hmm. of this. But they fit so well into the aesthetic and what Ori's doing and Mm -hmm. and how the game plays. Like it's like, oh cool, this is like totally different, totally new and really good. So yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. What'd you think, Mike?
1: Uh yeah. I I agree. I liked I liked it a lot too. Um, just, I, honestly, it's, like, I got all my abilities back, and now it's, like, this was the the polar opposite of, like, now I'm going through these areas, and, like, each of, the, each of them, like, weren't specifically, but they definitely felt, like, some, each puzzle room was a little more tailor-made towards a particular ability, and I like that mm-hmm. it kind of mm-hmm. extenuated that. I, I know, like, we talked about escape scenes, like, I'm pretty sure it was in one of those puzzle rooms was, like, actually, like, kind of the one I liked the most, where, yeah. like, you kind of, like, are... You go through. There's one where you have to like do a bunch of those dash jumps, like almost perfectly. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you like you like drop down, <coughs> and then like uh, the weird like weird like rock core gl- glowy thing turret thing. Yeah, yeah, like are shooting at you, and you have to like dash across those because there's like platforms you can land on. But as soon as you uh, get something like damaged, it, it immediately disappears, and then you lose platforms. Like I remember, I remember that that, that took mm-hmm. me a lot of tries. Yeah. But I remember, like, just like slowly, like getting better at that whole thing was really cool. Yeah.
2: Um, and there's one too, like I think it's the bottom left one where you go through it, and then you have to the Lovix exploding back out yes. and you leave it. Yeah, I then, was I
1: was not honestly I was not prepared the first time, and I was just like, yeah. I did yeah, it. What a, happened? You're the first time. <laughs> you just like, oh, yeah. But um, I, that I mean, one was really cool too.
2: And then Mm -hmm. lava drains out from, like, the area that you started in, and then you go down there and Mm -hmm. do, like, a similar thing again. It's very cool.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It felt this... Gauntlet, this trial with the two different sides, it felt like... It it called back, I felt, to, okay, you've played this entire game, now we're going to test just how good you've gotten at this game. And it was a good challenge that had rewarding payoffs. Like when you finally got done, but it it was, let's see how good you you've mastered these mechanics, mm-hmm. these traversal me- abilities, everything like that. That was the vibe I got. And it was, it was a very like with um, the areas that were like on fire that you couldn't stay still too long. I thought yeah. that was a really interesting mechanic where it, kind of forced you along and you had to it still incorporated that um, instinctual platforming but you still were able to find little spots where you could rest and kind of plan out your next your next move I thought it was a good balance there and yeah just a really good like the puzzle rooms like you said Alex with the the one that I recall remember with the like that wicker ball that you had to like dash oh, yeah that and one's blocked really cool. the the
2: The lava flow yeah (laughs) or the yeah the lava flow coming down from the ceiling
0: doing that and i thought there was a lot of cool little puzzle rooms and tests net in this section that i really enjoyed plus i love the aesthetic of it i loved all the glowy embers and things on fire and the lava everything would be gorgeous here
2: yeah for me i think i like the actual outside mountain like i said like the the broken, burnt trees mm-hmm. and yeah. burnt bark and everything—I love that aesthetic outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I like that you go into like this big stone temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the few things like this in the the forlorn ruins. Also, like these are m- built, made areas as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, the rest of the game, which are are these kind of naturally occurring areas. Even like the Jinso tree was this yeah. tree just kind of in the center of everything. Yeah. Uh, so I like that these areas are the first kind of handcrafted areas mm-hmm. um, and they have a, a very unique look to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say like the only thing my, my only gripe is like, I'm not a big fan of the laser rocks. Um not a big mm-hmm. fan of like the lasers that they shoot out just because of uh, how difficult it is to avoid them. If like you, mm-hmm. you don't have the right mm-hmm. kind of angle on it. Right. Um, I made me think uh, a thing that might my good friend and co-host Brian and Jackson says, which is, all games are better with a dodge roll, and Ori would be better with a dodge roll.
3: I will say. I agree with that. My biggest gripe with this whole, the Mount Haru stage, mm-hmm. is the ability not to stay in one spot for more than three seconds. Yeah, not a lot of safe ground. Yeah, I I'm a baby gamer. I like moving around freely and not jumping around like a jackass.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does,
3: have, it does have you kind of jumping and hopping around.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I like it just because, like, it's that it mm, the escalating <laughs> stakes uh, of yeah. like you—you you no longer can even abide. You can't just stand somewhere; you have to keep moving. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's
2: um, good. I, I so we- also like—I'd forgotten about the whole ending section of this game. I always forget about it until I get to it again. Just the, the that kind of natural transition, like out of the volcano and mm-hmm. into that like crow shows up and like shit has gotten real. Like it, it gets yeah. super mm-hmm. real super quickly. Like we found the last element, great. Oh no. <laughs> this could go very badly. Yeah. yeah yeah. Um yeah, you like this section a lot, right, Mike?
1: Uh yeah, this this last chase the, la- the mm-hmm. kind of final chase it was it was a cool build up. Uh, yeah it was it was neat. Like you said, it kind of transitions right into it and all of a sudden you're kinda like in the you're like in a forest, and you can kind of see the tree in the background, kind of mm-hmm. sl- slowly starting to restore itself. And, but then you see like all the where you're at, and just like all the flames, and it was yeah, it's it's a cool scene. Yeah,
2: yeah. aesthetically, this is certainly one of my favorite yeah. parts of this game. Just the the fire mm-hmm. in this game looks so cool. Yeah,
0: the final chase. One oh. thing I have to say that impressed me about this portion is. Up until now, like, the game's made you kind of expect that you release an element, you escape where you're at. I like how they threw a wrench and kind of surprised you by having to escape uh, the owl and not that the volcano was erupting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the
0: most expected kind of dungeon to have to really escape, the lava dungeon, you don't. You just run from... The big bad or the what's her name again kuro kuro you just have to escape kuro so i thought that was a really interesting twist right at the end mm-hmm. yeah it's like a
2: it's a cool like escalation of mm-hmm. the, the narrative stakes through the the mechanical moments of the game yeah it's very good uh i'll say like this is the section i this playthrough i had the most trouble with i would say of the three uh, escape scenes
3: Halex. Hey, Welcome yes, to the yes. baby ass baby baby gamer club. So they call me baby ass baby gamer. Um, I'm the fucking founder, kid.
2: <laughs> Sit down, all right? You'll be at the meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I liked a lot. I like the aesthetic of the section, but I like how mm-hmm. you're going into the forest, uh, mm-hmm. and, like the mm-hmm. fire is chasing you through the forest, and like this kind of feeling, this frantic feeling that everything that you've been trying to help is falling apart right in yeah. front of you, like. There, there are emotional stakes while you're going through this section on top of just, like, the horror that is, like, that sound when, like, Coral lifts her wings mm-hmm. and starts chasing you, like, oh, yeah. it's super unsettling.
0: It's awesome. Oh, yeah. <sighs> um, w- what really sucked is after I got through this section and the end scene started happening, my Xbox, like, fucked up and just quit the game entirely, so I had to do the escape, ch- the escape Portion all over again. Just like, oh, was
2: it. it? Did that happen when you were in that final cutscene where you played as uh, Nomu?
0: It was after I had had control of Nomu and she was looking up at Neru and then the game like glitched and then just turned off.
2: The same thing happened. The exact same thing happened to me,
0: <laughs> which yeah. is crazy. That, that sounds- is weird.
2: Um, but I had beaten it before, so you can mm-hmm. go back in and play cutscenes again. The last cutscene, like, puts you right when you start as uh Nomu and oh, right okay, through. Um, luckily, because when I reloaded my save and it was like I wasn't even at the chasing, I was mm-hmm. back in the temple. I was like, I'm not doing that again, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because I was like strapped for time, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like I like the ending. I like mm-hmm. there's like a lot of good feelings. I know it got you got you all up in your feels, Scott, which I love.
0: It did, man. When the realization in Nehru that she had caused the same pain, like the what killed her chicks, wasn't done maliciously. Like it was yeah. an accident that caused it, but she purposely like the realization that she had purposely caused this like attack and tried to kill it and her realizing that and then trying to redeem herself or redeeming herself was just i thought very emotionally powerful and her looking back at her nest and realizing that what she had done all this had put her last remaining chick in danger yeah, um, mm-hmm. like this, her act of revenge has just raised to the ground like everything, her home and risked the rest of her family. It was I thought it was incredibly powerful and um, how No Moon like was holding and cl- clutching the body of Ori. It was just it was incredibly powerful. I thought.
2: Yeah, like, I think like really in well done. And that moment like, there's a lot of great beats to it because like you get out of the fire. And you think you've lost Kuro, and then you're gliding, mm-hmm. and it's just that shot where she comes and grabs you right out of the mm-hmm. air, and it's like yeah, horribly yeah. upsetting. Like she squeezes you in and throws mm-hmm. you on the ground, and yeah. it's like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but then like yeah, like Noma showing up and like cradling you and like looking like holding her hand out mm-hmm. at, at Kuro and like looking up at her like my daughter. Like I love this thing. Um, yeah, like all of that and the, all the kind of realization. Mm-hmm. It all happens very quickly. It's very subtle. Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously like kuro sacrifices herself to save the forest it's very it's very good yeah Uh, it this was the moment where i had the thought of like it's cool to see like this this totally insular story within nature like i like that obviously it's like some fucked up fantasy nature but (laughs) like Mm -hmm. there there's no there at no point did like man show up (laughs) and ruin it or like (laughs) it's not like Ori is an outsider to this mm-hmm. forest. She's just yeah. like she is a, a creature of this forest, just like part of the balance just like everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of these different ideologies are kind of meeting in the middle here. Yeah.
1: Right?
2: It's cool.
3: It's very it's good. good. So, it's very so
1: good. is that, that is that what's is that so Ori 2 is that is that going to be it what's opens up
3: po- like what's the plot of that? It's, oh, I don't it know. It opens per- up.
1: And a dude with a gun shows up, and they're like, man, <laughs> Tommy Versett, man is here now. Forest, <laughs> Get ready to get fucked. Get fucked, Forest. Uh, he starts shooting trees. Yeah, sir. <laughs> shooting trees with guns Fuck and killing trees.
2: Uh, I will That's say, a waste watch, of wood. Honestly, if you watch the Will of the Wisp uh, trailer, you can mm-hmm. see the baby owl yeah. is yeah. one of the characters in it.
0: It's, Mm-hmm. God, it's goddamn it's so girl. cute, it's mm-hmm. super cute.
2: Um, but yeah, like the you know you see the forest come alive, then you see Ori's mm-hmm. back and she's okay I'm sitting on the log. And it's like a nice mouse, like, Oh, okay, this mm-hmm. nice. and then it it goes to the credits, and then you see like this cute picture of of uh, Ori, no like yeah, all, yeah. All, all mm-hmm. their their faces covered in fruit juice. Um, yeah,
0: it's good. I love good the much. little rock. Um, when you Same. when it goes back to Ori's their home, yeah. and you see the little rock with scrib- scribbled, and the egg starts hatching. I thought that was very very cute. Yeah, and adorable. yeah.
2: it's it's yeah. nice to know that things like got back to some semblance of normal and everybody's friends. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
2: um, it's good vibes. It, was. it should have
3: had "Why Can't We Be Friends?" playing during <laughs> that.
2: Season. Was like, there a movie that had that plays in credits recently?
1: Because I who feel knows. like.
2: I feel like there was somewhere, somewhere. maybe I don't know. Google <laughs> knows. I'll find. I'll ask my friend Google later. Great. I'm sure they know. Yeah, buddy. That's Ori. Are you guys gonna yeah, play no. Will the Wisp now? Yes.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, it's, at, some, at some point. I'm, probably, I'm sure I'll jump into it.
0: It's gonna be on Game Pass, so I literally have no reason not to.
1: Yeah, that's true. I always forget that. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, but no, I'm. This I was very impressed with this one just from not only just because of the beautiful visuals but kind of the story behind it the characters and the superb platforming and controls and everything it, I'm yeah. very excited about it's a, top, it's
2: a top three Metroidvania for me it's like Hollow Knight, Super Metroid yeah. and then Ori and the Blind Forest for me
0: it's, it's a strong one yeah. No doubt about that.
3: What about you, Quinn? Are you gonna try and play Will Little Um, No, because I don't own an Xbox. So oh, be on a
0: computer Oh, you have Mac, don't you?
3: Yeah, yeah baby. We'll get it. Uh, no, out. because I played. I specifically bought Game Pass to use on my brother's Xbox, which I canceled as soon as I beat Ori. So hell yeah. Um, At least you get that might, that good value. Yeah, I might dabble with it, but like. I, when I was playing on his th- Xbox, like, I can't fucking deal with that UI. It is so hideous and, like, fucking so terrible. I've gotten so used Art. to it at this point.
2: Oh, God, I used to like, hate it. I just, I
1: just wish it loaded better. I don't really mm-hmm.
2: know. Like, yeah, yeah. should it be, should be snappier. I get way more frustrated with the, the PlayStation UI because Seriously? It's, a, it's so simple, but it, it is so sluggish and slow. Yeah, it's like using a fucking Mac. It's just
3: so easy to use.
2: It's very, it's very easy, but it's just so sluggish. And it's like yeah. there's no reason that this should. be I will slug.
3: say, loading up my capture gallery, it can, it can get a little sluggish, Alex. So. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah.
3: Gets a little chuggy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now is my
2: favorite part. I want to yeah. know. Yeah. What, what would number, you? Yes.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, well, first let's let's rate it. Like, if we had to give this a rating right now, on a rational passion zero to ten scale. Alex, what would you give it?
2: Um, let's uh, go to com and look up what I gave it. Uh what Would years? your
0: score or your opinion has your opinion or score changed in the con- convenient years?
2: I don't think so. That's the thing. I think I I would still probably stick by Ori. Um it's funny, I played this game and Axiom Verge back to back. Mm-hmm. Um but like axiom verge i played in a total uh vacuum because i had it like four weeks before the game came out which like very rarely happens for me mm-hmm. um and it was a very weird experience um i would probably i think i give this game a nine i probably
0: still give it a nine mike what about you uh
1: probably like eight five
3: Quinn, eight like I think its it does a lot, but this the last half of the game is so much better than the first half, so
0: yeah, I'm gonna go with an eight5 eight as well I think it was incredibly strong it did have some shortcomings and things I wasn't a huge fan of, but it definitely it it was a, certainly a strong, strong game
1: yeah.
0: and i'm I'm anxious to see how they improve and grow the game and its mechanics in the sequel.
2: It's cool. Like, Worrying um, the Will of the Wisps looks like way more like an RPG. There's NPCs yeah. that you talk to. There's like shopkeepers. Um, there's quests. I think there's a quest log. Mm. Um, there's like a more of a, a a straightforward skill tree instead of like mm-hmm. the three separate trees. Um, there's a sword. <laughs> it's like way more. It's way more action in combat. It looks like a very like. It looks like they learned a lot. Like it's a. It looks like a far more ambitious game. And like mm-hmm. Ori to me is already a very ambitious game
0: yeah
2: how many times everybody died so
0: yeah deaths quinn spoiling his own surprise we'll start with yours in the uh,
3: 691 times that's not that bad i feel like Mm -hmm. that's reasonable i died at least 100 parts in that fucking gravity section so (laughs) that sounds
2: right
1: Uh, mine was 481
2: how much was yours Scott? yeah
1: uh 292 fuck you
2: Mine was 212. I Fuck like both of you. I I booted up one of my other saves, like, mm-hmm. and I was like 143. And I was like, that's actually very
0: impressive.
2: <laughs> um, I think there's an achievement for playing the game without dying. So
0: earlier nice. today on uh, one of the speedrunning channels I watch on Twitch, they had uh, Oriented Blind Forest all skills run. Nice. 30 minutes. That's crazy. Thirty minutes. Yeah.
2: I think my final time was like five hours and fifty-three minutes or something.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. seven hours, I think. Okay. Something like that. Pretty, pretty crazy.
2: I would still say you guys should go back and I know you're not none of you are going to do this, but you should go back and play that.
0: I kind of well, want to go can. back and yourself. get all the uh, all the collectibles so though. After each... I finished my playthrough, I had I did go back in and start working through getting collectibles and stuff like that. So I could see my. Going back and playing it, it's an Checking easy it game out. to 100. Mm-hmm. percent There's not a lot to it. Mm-hmm.
3: You just said you had to beat the game without dying, Alex.
2: Well, I mean, like get all the collectibles in the game. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying like do all the achievements. Like okay. there are a lot of uh, challenge mode so... achievements stuff. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So... Sh- sh- come on, calm down. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I would. I would never. I don't think I could ever get through that game without dying. Yeah.
0: The idea well, of that, that would be, be crazy. Anxiety like yeah. that'd be imagine, pretty crazy
2: imagine being in that Kuro chasing at the very end of that game which is very difficult and like knowing if you fuck up once just everything was
0: worthless yeah like ugh. too <sighs> much stakes too Damn. many stakes too much but now that we've revealed all of our deaths now is the exciting time to announce next game for video game book club so check this out None of us were prepared for what we'd find that night, or how much it would change us all. I arrived just as the sun began its slide into the slumber of a dark night. The town stank
1: of a desperate longing.
3: Thimbleweed Park is a point-and-click adventure game which begins as a simple murder mystery, but quickly evolves into something dreadfully more sinister. Not everything is as it seems in the small town of Thimbleweed Park.
0: And there we have it. Yes, the next game is Thimbleweed Park, picked by our very own Mr. Quinn. Quinn, tell us a bit about this game.
3: So if you like the X-Files like I do, and you don't, and you have some interest in point-and-click adventure games, let me tell you about Thim- Thimbleweed Park. <clears throat> it is one of my favorite games from 2017. Yeah, I would safely say that. Um, it got me into point-and-click adventure games. The game is very smart. Um, the characters are very interesting and very complex, except for this one really annoying clown, um, <laughs> which we will get to and, and talk about in full depth. Um, I, Alex knows some bit of the clown, but like it's so, it's so like uh, its execution is not good compared to the rest of the game. But no fun mysteries await us in the land of Thimbleweed Park.
0: Cool. And what is the first checkpoint that people can play up to? Uh, Or that we will be discussing in the first episode.
3: So there's nine chapters in the game. So we'll split it up into um, every three chapters. That'll be the checkpoint. Cool.
0: Sounds good. So chapters one through three for the first checkpoint. Yeah. And speaking of checkpoints and video game book club, we've been doing this a little bit. We're getting, we've gotten it under the belt. So starting with Thimbleweed Park, we are ditching the whole monthly idea of Video Game Book Club. And instead, we are going to a bi-weekly schedule with Video Game Book Club, including making these discussions that you're seeing right here live as like a live stream discussion cast that you'll be able to come in and pop in and chat and share with us your own thoughts of the, uh, the game so far up to the checkpoint. So look forward to that. So we'll be playing longer games not constricted to just <gasps> three episodes per game or a monthly game it'll just be we'll still keep it within reason we'll yeah I think keep we'll keep it within reason we'll probably um, for three
3: episodes i would bet yeah
0: three but if they go to four or five or if we do a special game so be it um, final
3: fantasy see. 6. final fantasy 6 could be a good one actually. yeah
0: that, i could i could see that being like a five episode that wouldn't be too bad
3: um what what <laughs> <laughs> you seem so aghast Quinn. That game is like 50 hours long. No.
0: See, Actually, that's the thing with super like old like RPGs, like Super Nintendo RPGs and stuff. You remember them being long, but yeah, they really top long. out at like 20 20. Chrono
2: Trigger's like 18 hours long. It's yeah. not like 50 hours. But no. everyone thinks it is. Yeah, it's crazy. 35
3: but... and a half hours. Yeah, it's not that bad. That's really not that Dude, bad.
2: I just, like, put 70 hours into Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, you,
3: nothing you say will phase me. Yeah. <laughs> Plus,
0: 35, like, you would have to do everything in Final Fantasy six to do that.
3: Oh, th- that was time to beat Main Story. Mm, I, I thought that was true. That's... Yeah, yeah, I, I disagree through. with let's, that. Let's, but let's,
0: anyway, we're, up right now. That's, that's for another discussion. But yes, we'll be doing it bi-weekly, so look forward to that, starting with Thimbleweed Mark. And until then, everybody, where can where can everyone find you on the internet? Everybody, Alex, what about you? Where can people find you?
2: Uh, Alpha Twenty Seven on Twitter, Rational Passion Podcast every Saturday at seven thirty PM Eastern. Uh, I, I like to think of like this new format for book club. It's just a biweekly mm-hmm. podcast, baby. I am going to try yeah. and get it on podcast services. It's my
3: next big goal. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's
3: gonna be it's gonna be great. Alex, we well, sh- we should talk about after that, after this, about that. Because I might have a way to do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, we might do.
0: We'll that. talk after. But Quinn, where can people find you on the internet?
3: Uh, on Twitter at quantum underscore arbiter. All my baseball ramblings as I usher irrational passions into a sports website. No, you know Sony used to send us. And this will be games.
0: Quinn's last video game book club. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: Quinn's last project with irrational passions book club. Um,
0: um,
3: no, um, that's where you can find me on twit on the internet. I am patiently waiting till baseball starts so I can have life again. But, Hell yeah! Cool, yay life, Mr.
0: Mike. Where can people find you?
1: At uh, at Mike Hits the wall on Twitter, um, YouTube.com/slash/rationalpassions. There's probably some video bullshit um, that I did or <laughs> on there. You got, you got like twelve yeah. fingers in. Yeah. Play there's... anthem with
0: Mike. He needs this. Yeah. He needs a, he needs Mike and I video. will be playing anthem here in the next couple weeks. Mike's going to get a head start because he's. Become
1: well, well, EA baby. Well, I'm playing that version's on PC, so I won't. Mm-hmm. I'll start off normal on console.
2: Cool. Just play. Just play Anthem with Mike. He needs this.
1: Oh, plenty of people mm-hmm. play Anthem with. Don't even act oh, like yeah. you're not getting <laughs> it. True. Fall into this we've, trap. We've just been, like, been over know. this. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this for a while. Hey, yep.
0: Uh, Scott, what about you? Where can people yeah, find you? Nice. You can find me on Twitter at SaltSnake120. You can also find all of our amazing content. We've had a lot of stuff coming up, both on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash irrationalpassions, and on our website, irrationalpassions.com. So be sure to check out all of that crazy good content from everybody. It's been crazy. We have a new person on the staff, Miss Jessica. Hopefully we'll be able to get her on here in Video Game Book Club shortly. So be sure to shoot her a tweet saying hello as well. Yes. go on our twitter twitter.com rational pod to get to get a little bit of a inside knowledge of all the people on irrational passions with the new hashtag meet ip series that we just released so look forward to that and check those out um but yeah until then everybody we will catch you all next time with the first episode of thimbleweed park so until then everybody have a good one bye